Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy fit babes, what is up, girlfriends? I hope you're having such a beautiful, awesome day, and we are kicking it off with another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. For those of you who don't know, who are new around here, I am Lauren, your host, registered dietitian, and your weight loss BFF. Okay, we're jumping right in, and this episode actually has been a very requested one that I've been pushing off for a little bit of time, but we are ripping off the Band-Aid, and it's about to be a fun little party, girlfriend. So we are talking all things supplements, and I know I recently had an episode on diet foods that you guys should definitely check out. Food has to come first, especially wholesome, natural sources of food and of prepackaged food products that you have to buy to be part of a diet. But let's be real. Supplements are a completely different category of food and nutrition and literally need an entire episode to dive into it. So without further ado, let's talk supplements. Do they work? What you should be taking? And do they really matter for weight loss? Now, while I have you guys all excited, I am going to tell you about supplements that I could possibly recommend to you that might be helpful for you to consider on your weight loss journey. But truthfully, I haven't talked about supplements on the Sorority Nutritionist podcast, and really, I don't talk about them too much on social media, except during my fun little Q&A story situations and sometimes lives on TikTok that I do. But truthfully, it's because supplements don't matter as much as the internet, diet culture, and the weight loss world really pushes them. Supplements are meant to supplement your diet. And I want to actually explain to you something that I always kick off 90 Day Fit Babe Body Micro Coaching Program but I always kick off on our first call with around what matters for nutrition. So there is a nutrition pyramid of priorities. I always show my clients and on the bottom of that pyramid is calories. The next little level up is the macronutrients, carbs, proteins, and fats, which make up your calories. Above that is micronutrients, which are vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, phytochemicals, all of those really nutritious, nourishing parts of food that are related to the macros, but aren't quite the macros are those smaller nutrients that really impact health. Then above that, we have meal timing and frequency. If you guys are following along as we're going up this pyramid right to the very top, and that is, you know, when you eat, when you eat in relation to your workouts, when you go to bed. And then on top of that is supplements. Now I always flip that pyramid for my clients at first and say, you have been taught supplements and meal timings. And you know, when you eat as like the most important thing for your body weight, but I want to flip this upside down because the entire weight loss industry has this all wrong and you've been led in the wrong direction if you believe supplements are this core. The entire weight loss industry has this whole pyramid upside down and this whole approach towards weight loss completely backwards. We have to focus on calories, the balance of your plate, which impacts those macros, the quality of your food choices, which are the micronutrients in that order as we go to your ultimate weight loss goals. And supplements are at the very, very top of this pyramid because you can focus on all the supplements, all the protein shakes, all the multivitamins, all the pills, all the everything in between. But if you do not get your calories in check, girlfriend, if you do not consistently eat less energy, less calories than what your body burns, none of it matters. So that's why at TSN, we really haven't had a big conversation on supplements because truthfully, 
that isn't what's going to get you the most results. And when you've struggled with your weight for such a long period of time, it could be quite some time before we ever even want to approach that conversation of supplements, because truthfully, we have to get that foundation right. We can't be picking out doorknobs and the type of kitchen gadgets to put in your brand new home. Girlfriend, we got to build the foundation of your home first for us to get to that fun place and to see if we even need those things in the first place. But of course, as a registered dietitian, I get asked about supplements. I have had to recommend supplements, whether they are multivitamins or specific vitamins and nutrients like vitamin D or calcium, or even just like a general multivitamin for clients who have a medical condition, or maybe their food choices are impacted by something that's going on medically or, you know, for another reason, which is going to impact how they're going to absorb and metabolize nutrients. And they need something to supplement what they're already doing with their foundation, with their diet. And, you know, there's a whole big category of supplements with optimizing your performance and optimizing results. Really what you think of is things like protein powder and creatine. These are common words and phrases that we often see on the internet. And of course I get asked about green powder. So we're going to talk about a lot of the most popular supplements, but I actually first wanted to start off with the biggest supplement that I often see get pushed to my clients. And I actually was going to talk about the biggest one, but there are two big mamas that oftentimes my clients really ask me about that. I wanted to first kick off this podcast with you guys talking about. And the first one is protein powders. And the second one is green powders. So first and foremost, protein powders are one of the most popular and also most effective supplements. And I wanted to start off the conversation specifically with protein powders, because as much as I may say, you don't need supplements, supplements can be a beautiful tool and really integrate into how you eat now especially if it's something that you enjoy, helps you hit your protein, your calories, any form of your macronutrients, and most importantly, can make your life easier, right? Now with protein powders, I, I really feel like in the weight loss space, they have been so beautifully marketed because they are also very extremely effective. But of course, with marketing comes a little bit of misinformation. So First and foremost, you do not have to have protein powder to build muscle. There are many different types of protein powders. In fact, inside the TSN Hot and Healthy membership, my online subscription, I actually have a whole bonus section on supplements besides just protein powders, but I do have extensive information on protein powders in there as there are many types. There's vegan, vegetarian, and of course, animal-based protein powders. And one of the most popular ones, of course, is whey protein isolate, as you guys may have seen if you've ever been to a supplement shop before. Now, with the popularity of protein powders, they have been studied extensively for the fact that they are so helpful in not just supplementing your diet, but specifically getting really high quality protein, really easily accessible to lots of different individuals to help them get more protein to help optimize muscle growth and recovery post-workout. Um, and honestly, even in the field of weight management, we find supplementation with protein powder to be very effective in a whole variety of settings. But when it comes to protein powders, a big misconception is this idea that we have to have them to be healthy. And also the conversation becomes, are they just as good as other things on the market? So first and foremost, you do not have to have protein powder to be healthy. You can get it through whole foods and it'd be just as great of a source, if not better. There are some very high quality protein powders out there, especially when you're looking at whey protein isolate. However, I think how you incorporate them into your diet really is going to depend on what your diet looks like. If I look at a client's food log and all of their protein sources are through protein powder supplementation, to me, that creates an issue because 
Yes, protein powder can be very high quality, but especially if you're having large amounts of it, depending on the brand, there might be other things inside that product where it isn't like just having Greek yogurt or chicken or more of these more natural sources. In addition, when it comes to protein powder, we never want to be dependent on one specific type of food and create a really narrow view of the foods that you get certain nutrients from in your diet. That's why we always say eat the rainbow. And I know protein sources in our diet typically aren't very colorful, but we want to get a lot of different variety of things because it exposes us not just to different protein sources and types of foods, but it exposes us to different vitamins and minerals and macronutrients, micronutrients in between, and especially just other types of ways to get in those high quality protein sources. So we never want to be very narrow with our diet. We want to use these products to help supplement and hit our protein needs. One of the greatest ways to do that is with breakfast. I always say whether it is adding protein powder to oatmeal or in a smoothie, it's a really fabulous way to improve the quality of our diet, be able to hit our protein needs without having to have eggs every single day um, and can really just help us make you know a smoothie or oatmeal a little bit more balanced. So it isn't just a carbohydrate situation, but we're actually getting other nutrients in there that can be really effective for our goals. But to contrast my thoughts on protein powders, I also really get asked about green powders. And when we are looking at the various different types of vitamins and minerals and supplementation choices in our diet, you know, protein powders have been a staple. They have extensive research behind the many different types of protein powders out there. But when it comes to green powders, they're more of this new type of supplement that has really come to the market. And I think it really was with the purpose of helping individuals, young women be able to supplement their diet if they don't like fruits and vegetables. And this is not a new concept. I just think the whole idea of greens powders have been just such a beautiful way to market this. And I will say full disclosure, I don't really use protein powders very much in full transparency. Sometimes they do up to my stomach a little bit, but I do have them occasionally, especially if I'm like on the go and I want to get a smoothie somewhere. I personally stick to more vegetarian vegan based protein powders, not because they're better, but just because the whole dairy situation sometimes upsets my stomach, which I always like to point out and share with women because also supplements are never really absorbed the same way as sometimes having those foods in their whole form. And, you know, different people have different responses to different things, of course, but going back to greens powders, ladies. So when it comes to greens powders, they are so popular because wouldn't it be great to take a pill or supplement and not have to actually eat your greens? But a big concern I have with how green powders are marketed and really women's perceptions on using them in their diet is they oftentimes really don't add as much benefit as they are advertised and promoted to. And specifically, there becomes a point in time where I've seen clients rely more on green powders because they're like, I'm getting my greens in. And then it actually impacts how much natural types of greens and fruits and vegetables in general that they're getting in their diet. And I think there's a little bit of misinformation because if you miss veggies one day, your body is going to be like, oh my God, you didn't get your vitamins and minerals. Our body freaking doesn't work that way. If it did, that would be a huge mistake in our creation because all of us would have issues in vitamin and mineral deficiencies so quickly. I think we sometimes forget or just honestly don't know because we're not educated on this, but it, it takes a long time to develop a vitamin and mineral deficiency. 
even if you are a vegan that is unhealthy, not balanced, not getting what you need. One of the hardest vitamins to actually develop a deficiency in is vitamin B12. And it's so funny how people are like taking these B12 shots to lose weight. And I always just like point it out whenever in social situations that happens. I'm like, even as a vegan, it can take years to develop a vitamin B12 deficiency because we have such a big storage of it. Now there are vitamins and minerals that we store in our body. There are vitamins and minerals that are more water soluble. And so we do need to get more of them more often, but one day of not having greens is not enough for you to be like, Oh my God, like I didn't have my greens powder say, Holy shit. Like I'm going to be deficient. That's not how our bodies work. That said, I applaud you ladies and maybe even gentlemen for wanting to have more healthy, nourishing nutrients in your diet, but don't get it fooled. Having a supplement will never, will never, listen up ladies, will never replicate having it the OG natural way. Vitamin and mineral supplementation is fabulous, but there is something very synergistic and really powerful that we can never, ever, ever replicate in a pill. That's because food has this really magical way of all the nutrients besides just the vitamins and minerals being in it and extracted for these supplements, but food has fiber. It has phytochemicals and other nutrients besides just those vitamins and minerals and maybe calories and macros in there. And for those reasons, this is why you can't replicate the nourishment of food. It can be helpful to supplement but relying on supplements to be the main star of the show in your diet is a horrible way to approach health. In fact, supplements were not created for this purpose at all. Supplements, I mean, think about the freaking name of supplements, ladies. They're here to supplement maybe what you're not getting. So I know many of you guys aren't taking them as that main source and you might be using them in a really powerful way, but you know, really when we think of supplementation from a dietitian's perspective, it's because you're lacking something in your diet. And this is a quick, convenient, easy solution to get there, but it's for a very particular purpose. And we can't just say, okay, I don't have this nutrient today. I need to make sure I'm having a supplement. That's not how that works ladies, because different vitamins and supplements are absorbed differently, are metabolized differently. We store them differently in our bodies, which impacts when we do get deficient in them. And there are definitely common vitamins and minerals that you may want to consider supplementing in your diet. I mean, vitamin D is a big one. It is related to weight management and bone health, especially as a woman, especially if you live in a cold AF place like me and you have been tan all year because my spray tans, but you have not been outside much, um, except I am going to California next week, ladies. I'm very excited to get some sunshine. Um, but real talk, when you are not getting a lot of sunshine as well, and that actual natural source of vitamin D can further cause issues with it. So vitamin D is a very safe, effective supplement for people to take, but especially what's scary about the supplement industry that I talk about inside of the membership bonus content on supplements is this idea that this whole industry is unregulated, right? And there have even been reviews and things that I've even looked at with green powders in particular, where they're claiming that they have like all these vitamins and minerals in it. But when you really look at the specific dosage of certain vitamins and minerals in these products, you see that as compared to natural food sources, that it would be so much better to actually just get that source of vitamin or mineral through natural sources. And then we're not even going to talk about toxicity, but this is why it's so important to have this strong foundation with food first and plan your diet in a balanced way, focus on addition rather than just subtraction for weight loss in particular. But when it comes to supplementation, we have to be very purposeful around 
why we supplement our diet and what specific purpose is it for? Because oftentimes you might be taking something like a multivitamin or a greens powder and you might be getting more of a certain nutrient and it might not be harmful for you. But girl, you're just creating really expensive urine. You're going to pee that shit out. And on that note, I want to talk to you guys about some red flags around supplements because truthfully, because I don't talk about supplements a lot and even my clients will tell you like they have to ask me about supplements because like we spend so much time on relationship to food, getting your calorie range right, looking at your weekly averages, like these things that are actually going to yield more weight loss progress. But I would say the biggest red flag first when it comes to supplements is focusing on supplements more than your actual calorie intake, because we always have to really consider what our goals are right? And the easiest way to get there. I don't want to waste your time. You shouldn't want to waste my time. When you have goals to look and feel your best and be your healthiest self, you want to get there the fastest, most effective way that's actually going to stick. And truthfully, I think one of the biggest red flags is just focusing so much on supplements in the first place. And it's like, it's this way of kind of focusing on something that you think is going to give you this big result, but they are filled with empty freaking promises. And truthfully, supplements can be helpful, but I just don't even think we should be talking about them until we know your diet's in a good place. That being said, if your diet is at this really great foundation, you're working out and you are considering supplementing your diet, I think it's really important to understand that there are risks with taking supplements and not all supplements are created equal. So supplements are an unregulated industry and it is not regulated by the Food and Drug Administration in the same way our food system and the food that you get at the grocery store or you get at restaurants are regulated. Put very candidly from one of my professors from college when I first you know, started my studies to become a dietitian, she literally said I could take grass from outside at lovely Florida State, put it in a can and sell it in like a little tincture or something. And that could be considered a supplement and it really wouldn't be tested. And the truth is supplements are unregulated for the most part. So that's why you see occasionally, especially with things like pre-workout, you know, things being put on the shelf at GNC and then randomly that brand is not there anymore, even though you bought it. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of these companies rebrand, but unfortunately there could also be companies that are using the same conveyor belt as another company that might be putting something in it to make their product cheaper or, you know, alter it in some way, shape or form. And it could be a harmful banned substance and it's not something that is studied. So that's why I, I take very big caution with recommending any sort of supplement brand. And it's so funny, I get approached all the time for, you know, you should promote this product or this product and supplements, you'll always come in any dietitian's inbox that is on social media, but you guys will see, like, I really don't talk about supplements for this reason, because I think it can be a very dangerous game, especially if you are promoting a brand that you aren't sure if you can trust. Um, that's why, especially inside of the membership, I have a lot of education that I want to share with you guys today on safe supplements. And, you know, there are many different agencies. You guys can obviously do a lovely little Google search for more information as well. Um, and I encourage you, if you are interested in taking supplements, look up the companies that you are interested in taking and the, the companies that you're using. And it's okay to use a company that has been around a long time. And that's always a really good sign. And that's why going with a more reputable, longer term company is great. But there are, of course, inherent risks with potentially taking a supplement that you're not sure is third-party tested. So basically supplements can opt for, especially if they have the revenue for it, um, to pay and put towards this area of expertise, but they can be third-party tested by credentialing agencies that are not necessarily government run, but are a really great 
tool that has been created for supplement companies, especially for you know people like athletes that do need to make sure their products are clean and they're not you know getting anything harmful to your body or could ban them from their their sport and athletic performance piece. And basically, these third party agencies will test the supplements, and there are many companies out there that do that now. Um, but I do recommend you looking for seals that do talk about third party testing. That way, you can be a little bit more in the know. A few agencies I love to give a shout out to are. NSF International. They are an organization really related to sports performance. You will see a blue NSF logo on their supplements. And the second one is Informed Choice for Sport. They are a great organization related to sports performance once again, but they also have their logo on it that says literally Informed Choice for Sport. And I also just wanted to give a shout out to Consumer Labs. Um, I've recommended this to many people on my social media stories when it has come up, but um, they're a great place where you guys can also search for supplement brands to see the safety and also just a little bit more research behind the different products you be interested in taking or currently taking. But truth be told, ladies, supplements are definitely here to stay. They are not going anywhere. They are probably, I don't know exact numbers, but they are an extremely profitable business. Remember, like these are businesses and there's nothing wrong with a product and company making something that can truly help people, truly help them supplement their diet. Supplements are not bad, but the conversation around if they work is so dependent on the type of supplement, why you're taking it, and ultimately what your current diet looks like. But truthfully, I can't talk about supplements as a dietitian coach and just wanting the absolute best for women out there to be their hottest and healthiest and safest version of themselves. So I want to remind you guys that reading the front of a label, whether it is in the grocery store on a food product or it's on a supplement, you never want to just take the label for what it is do your research. And most importantly, not just do your research, but think about how this may help you and also consider how it may hinder you. Food marketing, supplement marketing is an entire industry. And unfortunately, there are people in power that aren't credentialed individuals that have studied these products, right? So it's really important when you take a product and you're working with a new brand and you're considering adding a supplement to your diet, I honestly encourage you first to think about how can I get this naturally in my diet, because that is always going to be a safer way to potentially do it. And then of course, there are supplements that have very low risk with taking. For the most part, I would say protein powders, collagen, even things like probiotics, even though research can be kind of mixed dependent on you know the person who's taking it. Like those are examples of very safe supplements. Like if I have someone taking a protein powder, for the most part, I'm not super concerned about their safety. But when we get into things like pre-workouts, greens, powders, even some like vitamin and mineral supplementation that isn't from like a reputable brand. And it's like things that maybe you're even getting on the internet. That's where we need to be careful because just because what it also says on the label doesn't mean like that's the only thing in it. And I don't say that to scare you guys. I say it because this industry is unregulated. These products can work to help you increase your protein intake, make sure you're getting enough of a vitamin or a mineral that you might be deficient in. But to take these products means that you're having issue having those nutrients in the first place. Don't just take them to take them. Don't just take a supplement to make you feel like, oh, fuck yeah, like I'm being a little bit healthier. No, girlfriends, become your hottest and healthiest self 
do the basic not sexy stuff right. That is getting your calories in alignment with your goals. That means eating balanced meals, focusing on the types of foods you're eating. Add another color, add another veggie to your situation or plate. Add, you know, beans to your diet to get a more fiber. Like don't just rely on supplements to add to the healthfulness of your diet because truthfully, they're never going to replicate getting it through food. 